0: Ladies and gentlemen, ATDF everything in that shelf presentation.
1: You're now rocking with TDF everything. Spoiled rotten.
2: Welcome and welcome back, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Yep, that's how that goes. I've messed up already. <laughs> it's me, Daniel. <laughs> and it's Ben. On spoiled rotten. Oh, that shelf. Boom. Uh, as you can see by the title, we have a very special guest today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Batula Neal. Uh, I know you from Back Issue Bloodbath. I, I know that you're a very accomplished person. We're very happy to have you on the show. Mm-hmm. Um we'll give you time to you know shout out what you're doing currently or what you're what you, what you want people to know you for but I, I i wanted to start there at the very least and uh go from there
3: well awesome thank you i accomplished i mean i accomplished putting on pants today which as we all know from the last three years i feel like i should get some taps for that but mm-hmm. yeah i've been uh podcasting in the nerd space for a minute i used to primarily focused on the toronto international film festival mm-hmm. however uh when we had the global panda bear I, <laughs> I started to focus more on comic books with andrew at geekard and also back issue bloodbath in the main geekard podcast mm-hmm. uh did a one-off with hollywood suite that was super fun on red and in general if someone asked me to show up for a podcast considering it just involves sitting in my house
2: i'm there i mean i'm glad we asked them because i was like yeah (laughs) this is uh i'm going after people i really enjoy like i enjoyed being on the episode with you but uh back issue bloodbath and i've heard you on other podcasts so i i was really happy when you said yes to this uh well
3: we were on our best behavior for you normally we work (laughs) a little more blue but i was
2: like we've got company here i can't be the
3: way i normally am
2: I mean, oh. I would have accepted it. It would have been fine. We, we swear a lot here. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. We did not have any preamble discussion about whether or not we're going to treat you differently. So, <laughs> welcome to the podcast, baby. <laughs> Good times.
2: Um, like we did with Andrew, actually. I was going to ask mm-hmm. you, uh, if you can, top comic book, I won't put a number on it, top comic book characters, mm-hmm. just just so that people can get to know you in our audience
3: okay one of my all-time favorites is roe
1: okay
2: that's a perfect Uh,
1: i
3: love the abandonment issues the mommy issues the constantly being horny but not being able to touch people love all (laughs) of that uh she's a real one and she just keeps giving and she's a perfect character in that some of your very powerful ones they get kind of too op Mm-hmm. but she is has the whole touch and go situation
1: mm-hmm.
3: with, with a little true. permanent miss marvel but you know in general it kind of keeps her levels adjustable mm-hmm. and yeah. susceptible to outside influence so keeps you guessing
2: mm-hmm. uh, I thought of that before that's a good point she doesn't mm-hmm. ever, well at least from what i've read and seen she never feels overpowered you're like yeah, yeah like she can be she has the potential but you never feel like oh this is boring yeah.
3: Well, if she gets too much of someone, then she has the risk of the sort of a mental that comes along with
1: that. Yes,
0: yeah. I, I like the consequential aspect of power uh, in, in these kind of regards, and her taking a bit too much of Captain Marvel will always be one of those things of like, see, this is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens if we go too big. We just we lose control
3: this is the and find out part
0: uh,
3: (laughs) touch around yeah so uh (laughs) another marvel again i'm i don't want to get into the whole debate of one versus the other but i tend to be Mm. more marvel just because they tended to have more colors and shapes because of the x-men in general um our goddess aurora yep uh but one of the versions of her that made me love her even more was not an official title. It was uh, Stephanie Williams' "Living Heroes." A friend of the Back Issue Bloodbath pod oh, is that's... her independent comic that was a mashup of the Living Single and wow. <laughs> uh, Marvel Lady Heroes, all living together in an apartment in New York. Okay, I so you had, I, you had you I... had Storm and Misty and some other folks. I unfortunately I had multiple extra single physical copies that i bought off her uh not kickstarter but like kofi but uh just gave the last one to a friend i'm constantly buying them and then foisting them on people but it was great because it was hot in the summer as it is uh thank you climate change right now where we live (laughs) and (laughs) all of her roommates were just sweating up a storm and she's there just giving herself her own little air con and just being salty and only cooling herself
4: <laughs> like my power is my temperature.
3: It was just a great little moment. Also, the moment of uh kerfuffle kicking off in the evening, and the ladies had already put their bonnets on, and they're like, "Spider Man or someone will handle it." Like, that's, we're it's bedtime now.
4: Awesome. is, we've awesome.
3: done our skincare routine. Our bonnets <laughs> are on. We're going. There.
4: <laughs>
3: anyway, Stephanie does a lot of you know actual commissioned work now for the big. She's working on Nubia. She's been working on other things, oh, nice. but that was her one of her independents. That is just. It still gives me a real giggle. It's a
0: great little one-off. Uh,
3: other characters, I feel like I should name a boy. I don't
0: know. You don't have to name. You don't have to. Don't have to do that at all. You know. And what? I was gonna say that you don't have to stick to Marvel just because we're doing a Marvel movie, but then yeah. you you just already got ahead of me with that. <laughs> like you know, you know. Um, but no, you, no rules barred here. Hell, we can be like, give us the weirdest number possible of heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going
3: to say, as I look around the room, I got to say, I, I definitely do have a love for the whole Fables okay. run, but especially, yeah. you know, the big bad wolf, Big B, like, all right, okay. his real one. It was a bit of Columbo, a bit of a, you know, bad boy, just needed the right lady to fix him and get him to settle down.
1: <laughs> but,
3: you know, he also had some daddy issues. when when the north wind is your father and he's just been out there (laughs) blowing it everywhere uh, but not giving you proper parenting Mm -hmm. so uh his run through fables like there's more fun people in fables like jack who gets his own spinoff run cinderella love that her day gig when she's not out being a spy assassin is a shoe store that's her cover that's awesome because cinderella Uh, but jack is really uh, he's he's more for walls and vibes, but Bigby Wolf is he's a real one. Yeah,
2: you're you're giving so, me a lot to like look into because I've oh, mm-hmm. I've heard people like I don't know if praise is the right word, but I've heard people talk about it. But the, hearing you talk about it really makes me want to like dig dig into it now.
1: And uh, Runaways, okay. I would say almost all of them break my
3: heart constantly. With each individual issue, but for some reason, there's just something about. I'm characteristically the white man, Chase. He has bad daddy issues. He's the least powered, but he's such a good good boyfriend. (laughs) He's like the boyfriend you want. He's like kind of the comic book personification of all those memes of Tom Holland looking at Zendaya in interviews. He's just a good boyfriend, yeah. So, really love him. And you know what? I'm gonna say from an independent that I read 100 just because I love Keanu Reeves. Because who doesn't? Yep. Uh, Yeah. B from Berserker.
1: Okay. There we go. Because
3: who doesn't love a little uncontrolled rage? So he's sort of taking the Wolverine (laughs) spot that previously was always there because he is the best at what he does. True. (laughs) Even though what he does is very nice, but B's basically Wolverine, (laughs) but make it. He interviews his independent comic,
2: yeah. Uh, that is a, so. that's a very good uh, list there. I, I
0: like that. Yeah, I love it. That's some good right. that list. Um, a little
3: violence, a little nurturing, you know. A lot, lot of comedy. psychology friend in
0: there.
2: You had some nice yeah. like yeah. '90s sitcom vibes with the uh, with the storm storyline. I like. You took off a lot of mm. venture there. I, I appreciated that. Thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I appreciated how you you dove into the psyche, which is of, of a lot of the, the characters and all that kind of stuff, right? Which is why I'm really excited to see what your take is on a lot of these these characters in this story in Endgame. I mean, like the psyche of these characters to me is just absolutely fascinating seeing uh, Wanda's PTSD work out and all that kind of stuff. What are your thoughts? Where do we start with this?
3: I mean, I've listened to a lot of your episodes, and what I appreciate the most Mm. is that you actually try to get into everything from the psychological to the political. Um, Yeah, we
0: try. We try very hard for me being an armchair expert at both, for myself only. So
3: I don't know. I mean, this one just hits me in the feels. So Mm. I'm just all, it's all emotion. So I did try to revisit this one with a bit more okay let, let's be a bit more tactical let's think about the whys, the what they call in a musical the i want song mm-hmm. uh part of your world which we'll all get to enjoy soon by uh hallie bailey and uh, little mermaid yeah. like that that moment let's start with on my i can't even count rewatch number now if the government had not instituted the accords uh uh-huh. There probably would have been more super people to fight Thanos the first time, and none of this would have had to happen. So, Mm. I mean, we can blame Tony for constantly inventing murder bots or, you know, dysfunction, toxic masculinity, just poor planning collaboration. But really, it was the government trying to control the super people because they would have been more, I feel like, ready, visible to like squad up. Yeah. If you were at home with an ankle bracelet on them like Hawkeye was <laughs> cuz that's yeah, what yeah. reminded me about the beginning of this movie where we see Hawkeye's like why wasn't he in the fight? Yeah, you he's, know, he's he, he he's a family. good he's a good if not general sort of he's great in a skirmish as we saw in the first yeah. Avengers mm-hmm. like gets a high point, keeps a lookout just like how he was introduced in Thor. So him not being on the field what that's, a waste.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a. Uh, I think I bring up this this Avengers stat, but the amount of time the Avengers actually win in the movies is he's they only win with Clint on the team. Every every time he's not on the team, they always lose. So it's a great formula. You're he's adding the intangibles. You need Clint, you need Clint. You need you need a shot caller. Or you need someone that's gonna stay back and you know just call the zones and you know just be the tactician. So yeah, yeah. How do you constantly... think about his response to everything in this movie, though? Because uh, the... I think that's the most interesting talking point for a lot of people.
3: Let's just address it up front.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: when we meet him again later. So we see him, the movie opens with him, like a nice reminder of everyone. Oh, right. Yeah. These guys were in the raft. Some mm-hmm. broke out. Some negotiated uh,
1: yeah. government monitored exit. Mm-hmm. Um when we see him later, and let's
3: just say it, the uh, the character Ronan a bit cultural appropriating, and that oh, yeah. when oh, we super. first see him, he's literally murdering an Asian man. Not great. Yep. Not a great look for Clint. Like not no. my favorite
0: color. him. No. No. it's not it's not the wrong kind of thing we're looking for, but it's 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 definitely in the wrong direction. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, they just mentioned that he was murdering a bunch of cartel people in another place, which again, you know, how about you just murder people that look like you while you're
2: That was, yeah, the, I was actually very acutely aware of that this, this What story, a choice! But, and that it was like it was on uh, Rhodey to bring it up Like yeah. Yeah, that yeah. You kind of see Captain Marvel be like, hey, good luck with this, you're gonna have to tell her, and mm-hmm. it's like on him to be like, hey, your friend might be racistly killing a bunch of people -hmm. I don't kind of don't want to find him, but yeah, just so you know.
1: (laughs) I mean, not great, but when he
3: decides, okay, this is it, I'm willing to suspend my rage spiral again, arguably what Wanda does later on. Yeah. Is Clint any better? Or does he just have less powers so he can't make as much of a mess? As it's the second you know, movie. taking a whole town for a hostage and mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. else, so doesn't scale based... the same way, yeah, yeah. And you know, fast forward to the, the end, it's interesting that we see the two of them together in their moment of, mm, you know, no. yes, they know, yeah. And then we flash back to Ultron, regardless of how you feel about it, that moment of he explains to her, if you come out this door, like now you're an Avenger. Yeah. So they've had these like moments throughout the whole situation, and it's like maybe the two people. With the poorest coping skills <laughs> shouldn't be buddies, shouldn't be work buddies. Yeah, let's not pair these the kids up for the next other. group project, yeah, it's yeah. not. <laughs> didn't get great for either of them, but i i I love you get the payoff because mm-hmm. the movie opens with him.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: so when you get that brief moment of joy before everything blows up and he sees his wife on the phone, he sees Laura mm-hmm. calling him and Again, you remember in that moment, oh, right, this guy's like, this is Hurt Locker mm-hmm. level yeah. acting. This is this is it. This is why people keep hiring him.
1: I, uh, the acting, it was beautiful.
2: Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm going out on another. I, I felt like the, the acting all around, because I, 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 I was also re watching this, knowing my bias for just loving the movie. As you said, emotionally, it makes sense to me. <laughs> um, but I was thinking of, I keep going back to the same scene when uh, Nat is trying to, like, basically do this conference call with everybody, and just really feeling her despair, and really feeling, like, everyone kind of tensely being like, look, this is how we have to deal with this, and (laughs) thinking of all the times where, and I'm I'm not going to turn this episode into a, like defending marvel movies thing but like thinking about how people like to make fun of how like glib it is or how like they don't they always try to undercut stuff with a joke and i'm like no this movie really makes you sit in the feelings and watch people be upset and process things Mm -hmm. and i thought and i think that the acting uh steps up to the material basically Mm -hmm. and it doesn't i don't think that they're playing it just for laughs or trying to set it aside i think everyone when they need to is hitting their emotional beats
0: properly
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: paul rudd does a good job of giving you that because the explanation is hey i've been i didn't know i just showed up kind of deal right so it's kind of like okay this character has the appropriate tone for all of this but when it's like it like if if the hulk were just joking around or whatever, It'd be like, "What but, is happening here?" So I'm, even you're, I'm glad you put around when he's talking. No, he's about he's
2: not. Like, hope was my, she's my, and like just him trying to process mm-hmm. what's happened here. And also, I feel like try it and be like, mm, maybe I thought it was more than it was. Like, there's a lot of emotion going on through that. He's not joking around at all. He's being dead serious. And no, like,
0: hundred, yeah, hundred percent. I'm, I'm more talking about those small moments where he's like. I think someone someone peed my pants. I don't know if it was... Old well, me. that's a funny like, scene. Like exactly. Everyone's like being he, funny in that scene. He yeah. gets to do that. And I, I like the fact that it's because of the writing in this movie. And it doesn't feel off, but it feels good at the same time. Every emotional hit note is hit really, really well, as you said. It's great. I love well, it. Well,
3: what I like about that is he's the one Avenger, at least that's prominent in this film, didn't experience the blood yeah. either way he didn't get dusted <laughs> he didn't experience the five years of like grief and missing, trauma and missing yeah. people and becoming a camp counselor like cap did he just thought they brought him for a few minutes yeah and the next thing you know quantum rat the real hero
1: <laughs> hits
3: a button and he's in a dusty storage with yet another uh former community cast member thank <laughs> yeah. you russo's so he would be a bit more manic and jovial than mm-hmm. everyone else because he hasn't had a chance to process it. He's missing hope and everyone mm-hmm. else, but his daughter's there. Okay, yes, mm-hmm. she's grown a lot while he's been away. But guess what? Prison daddy's used to that.
2: You right. Know? He
4: just, he just he's
2: got used out of jail to just coming back after a bit <laughs> and being like, "Okay, good, you're still here, Cassie." But even, yeah, like I loved his delivery of "You got so big." Oh, <laughs> cool. Yes, oh. fantastic. Uh, so big.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and in your head you're flashing back to the you know ugly doll birthday party. So ugly, I love. Mm. Yeah, like that kid's always just super happy to see him. Which you know, Quantum Media, whatever. (laughs) This version of her reaction and his whole energy makes sense because he didn't have to Mm. go through what everyone else did for those five years. So him being a little more glib, a little more bouncy, Mm. like feeling the grief, but he came straight out had an idea. Saw his oh. daughter Damn. and then like let's go fix this. So he didn't have to deal with it for like but a, no. a smooth five minutes compared to everyone else. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, And did love that the idea was he got called out for it. yeah, entirely based on Back to the Future. Yeah. And, and like and bur- this is this is great.
3: Yeah. Burglary. <laughs> He's basically Bilbo Frodo. Like Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's That's all about just being the burglar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's just we, we can steal this stuff. Great. Mm-hmm. Um only a thief would like he he does a lot of things too like i like in that final moment where he's like it's him and hope in the van where he's like oh i got a hot wire i'm like yeah out of all the avengers I, yeah you would probably know how to hot wire a van <laughs> this is great this is great writing this is great material he's being put in the right spot and he's just he brings a lot to the table yeah, and oh, yeah. it's it's great it, yeah, the, I, the I other really guys like would Paul be Thomas.
3: like thor give me a lightning boost he's like nah, i got yes. this
0: yes yeah yeah, he's like, no, I'm gonna hold you in my hand and then grow, and then y'all are gonna be good, and then we're gonna pose for the final battle. It's great.
2: <laughs> good stuff. Um, I take it from your thing, or maybe I shouldn't assume anything because one of my favorite characters, not because I want to be like him or I think he's a good person, is Tony Stark in mm-hmm. all of this saga because I, I mean, well, one. He was the first one, so I feel like they they put a lot of effort into making you at least confront his stuff, even if you didn't like it. You were it was in your face, and I thought this movie in particular, like he had the he had the through line of I feel like since Iron Man three of not being able to sleep, and so like that just that mm-hmm. setting up early on of Pepper being like you're not gonna be able to rest or whatever, and mm-hmm. obviously her last words to hers it's okay, you can rest now. I I that really worked for me and almost made me forget all the shitty things he did i was just like ah oh, poor guy like this is the yeah. only way he's going to rest is he's going to have to die cuz he's never going to leave this alone this is going to be something he's constantly coming
0: back to mhm mm-hmm. they they set that up all the way from like uh i think iron like iron man 2 is the one where no Iron Man uh, iron man 3 yeah when he's he just can't rest and all that it's great stuff there's payoff for like, like literally all the small little things throughout the whole saga and it's it's so much emotion and I love that you said that because it's in the beginning uh, (laughs) it's everyone processing their trauma and like different levels of toxicity and all that kind of stuff like easily portrayed through the acting and the writing and all that kind of stuff and that emotional connect with the content is just fantastic
3: his opening where you have that beautiful lighting Mm -hmm. on the Milano and he's curling up for a nap in the ravager's jacket, and Nebula tucks him in in the oh, chair yeah. again, trying to get him to rest yeah. and and or just slowly die from exhaustion and starvation mm-hmm. before he thinks he's seeing a light, and it's just Carol. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, this is cinema. like well, say what do you want about these movies, and the rec- recording the Pepper and I Wonder. Again, on this rewatch, the one hundred eleventh, how many times has he recorded those for Pepper? How many yeah. times mm-hmm. has, has he recorded something like that, or is, does she just have like a whole library of "I Might Die"? Yeah, it's just getting yeah.
2: less and less optimistic as as they go. But I I completely forgot to talk about how much I love because I feel like everyone maybe not every single character, but a lot of characters throughout this, like Nebula, are getting closure, or at least some kind of payoff, or Mm -hmm. something. So, like, the small thing of they're playing the paper football, but it's not a life-or-death situation. Like, just playing to have fun, so he's kind of like, hey, you know, you don't need to lash out, like, we can just have fun. Mm -hmm. And then when when she wins and he just shakes her hand, and it's not, like, a contentious thing, just her being able to be like, wow, I can just have fun i don't this is this isn't like something where i'm gonna get torn apart if i lose or mm-hmm. i won't have this french sh- or obviously the connection she wanted with gamora it's not like i'm gonna lose tony if i beat him at this game or something like that i just mm-hmm. thought that was really nice to then go into her taking care of him so like giving him the food that he's trying to offer her and then tucking him in all of that was just beautiful stuff in in addition to like you watching Tony basically accept, like, I'm probably just gonna die now. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, she before...
2: was
3: so nurturing, it was yeah. really beautiful. And even you know, them working together on the ship, and again, a great reminder of this guy in a cave with scraps like, yes. he could just fix anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. never been on a spaceship before, but he's just doing repairs as they're floating in space. Love yeah. that for him.
0: Yeah. I love that you brought up. Nebula in this, and the 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 change and the contrast between this nebula that we have that we ultimately stay with, and the nebula that also exists, like that kind right, of like oh 2014. this yeah like and, and one of the lines that breaks my heart with that the the previous version of Nebula, the one that's filled with hate and 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 trauma and Stockholm syndrome and all that kind of stuff, is she gets offered the opportunity to change. And she immediately responds with, he won't let me. And you go from where that scene is, where you point out like that she reacts because she feels like every loss, she's getting it torn apart, reconstructed, all that horrific stuff that Thanos does, to this where it's just like, this is how bad that trauma is mm-hmm. for this character. And it's wild to see what an ounce of empathy um, and, and joy actually allowed her to do. And veered off course with it's it's wildly fascinating from a from a psychological yeah. standpoint. Right? I do it's think great. the
2: guardians had a big part of helping her accept something like that too. So like I don't think it, yes. she just turned and I'm not saying you said that. I'm just right. Uh, to make it clear for I didn't think that it was just Pony's interaction that made her mm-hmm. soften. It was more just it was nice to see that her time with the Guardians put her in a place where she could even accept some mm-hmm. something like that and, and not have it blow up into anything and just have her it's kind of a shame they don't really have any scenes together after the ship to like continue that relationship Mm. not something that ruins the movie for me but i i was aware this time like oh yeah this is the only time they're gonna have to
0: like bond (laughs) Like it would have been nice if, like, there was a throwback during one of the prep scenes where they're like, you know, a montage kind of situation where, yeah, let's so let's right. fix this ship and like she pulls up the wrench and doing it together like the the first opening scenes like that would have been really nice. But it, you're right, it doesn't break it, but it's no. probably an extended cut somewhere along the road. But I'm right. sure it was conceptualized. Sure yeah.
3: Yeah, she does also have that nice little moment with Rocket when they hold hands when Tony's back. And again, there's a lot of things about this movie that I love that they kind of just trust us to figure it out or assume this happened. So Mm -hmm. we know before from the end credit sequence that they had the pager. Mm -hmm. Carol came. So they sent Carol to go find
2: Tony. Yeah, I was surprised that they didn't just stumble
3: across them them in space. You just happen to fly by them. Mm Yeah,
2: they said,
0: you know, your school like, bus, hey, Tony, Tony.
3: yeah, like, he got that other stone somewhere, can you go have a look?
0: Mm-hmm. So. This movie makes someone do their homework in order to fully understand the complexity behind it. And it is a highly complex movie when you consider the fact that it's ending off all those saga arcs, you know, that have yeah. been hanging for such a long time and then this is a great payoff for sure for a lot of people and and like you said Daniel like earlier where there was a lot of characters that do have their stuff as payoffs and then the other ones obviously oh yeah that's that's a story arc for the next kind of saga like the Guardians and Thor and all that kind of stuff where he doesn't exactly yeah. get direction but he's like I know what I don't want to do <laughs> and I'm like good enough for you bud that's no, great I think,
2: I think the whole Thor thing Mm-hmm. Works in terms of he's definitely someone who's getting closer with by being able to speak with his mother, oh, yeah. and that's what prompts him to be like, hey, maybe I am still worthy based on what my mom said, and that's how he gets Mjolnir back. But mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely think he's he's got his closure. That this closure was, oh yeah, I'm trying to be the king of Asgard when I mm-hmm. I can be me. I I will just do my thing and not try and live up to that thing. mhm mm-hmm.
3: I just made a salad for dinner. Is that because of Rene Russo? I almost <laughs> never make salad for dinner, especially on a Friday. But I rewatched it twice this and, week. So I'm yeah, wondering if she got in there so. somehow. Here's the thing. The whole. Um, I'm not going to say relaxed fit Thor. Mm-hmm. At the time, different people looked at different ways. I'm going to say, especially after the global panda bear Mm -hmm. because I am it it hits very different (laughs) like for every friend who got a pedal peloton there's 10 more that I wear track pants every day now so Uh, the the whole Thor thing it it makes so much sense you're going through something terrible you can't do your normal routine (laughs) you don't have access to most of the people you have interacted with before (laughs) you're suffering loss loss and that loss is continuing to be felt Mm
1: -hmm.
3: maybe your crossfit regime isn't your top priority maybe you're just gonna stay at home and play fortnite with your buddies
2: yeah i'm so glad you said that that is exactly how i felt like i think i can't imagine this is the first time i've seen it since the pandemic but it felt like it was the first time i'd seen it since the pandemic and i was just like yeah, like the Thor stuff really is like.
3: It ages better because of the pandemic. It ages yes. better. They
2: didn't know this was coming, but it just. I, the whole thing, it like come the whole off like world. a joke at all. Yeah, like, the whole you, world, world went through did, something.
3: But... And most people, mm-hmm. at least for a certain period of time, became a little more sedentary for a minute. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I do love that you bring that up on a personal note because of what I do for work. I do talk to a lot of people about the nutrition habits that they've changed during the pandemic and all that kind of stuff and there's a lot of that and the thing the message i like that is so much more amazing in this movie is that thor without having to go through a ridiculous weight loss sequence is worthy mm-hmm. and for that message to be like hey for all of us that have gained a few pounds and all that kind of stuff and have you know not been moving quite so much because our work environment is literally a few feet away from where we sleep it's we are still worthy we're the same people we just shift in lifestyle that's what it is and and in his i love his exploration of ptsd yeah. is by far one of the best things i've ever seen and i don't love when people laugh at it i'm like this third this is a very Exactly. I'm like, this is a very, very real thing. Someone that's so traumatized, so defeated, so whatever, um, has resorted to addiction, uh, social isolation, um, and only focusing on his own safety, self soothing, all that kind of stuff. It is an absolutely fascinating, um, fascinating thing to see. And, um yeah. and I, I love the writing in his story the
2: most. When the lightning strikes, it's not that he gets back into his body. I, I, both of you have already said it's just it's mm-hmm. such a special moment to see that like all that happened is he looks more like a Viking now with the braided hair. It's not. And it dual wielding. Like, he dual-wield. unlocked dual wield. Yeah. In the dual- theater,
3: the first of the four times I saw it in the theater, I legit screamed out loud, dual wield.
4: Awesome.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, that is
0: great. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I, I was so. Like happy in that moment, like the first time I saw it to the how many other times this has been mm-hmm. that like, yeah, like these, clearly, this isn't supposed to be a joke, like mm-hmm. yes, there are some people that make fun of him because they make fun of each other, they're a family that way, but like the joke isn't he got fat it's not a mm-hmm. joke at all. this is just a symptom of a deeper thing that's going on, and everyone's mm-hmm. trying to cope with it and when he's worthy and he does the dual wield and everything, it's just that's his confidence coming back, and it has, and it's not tied to his appearance. It's just mm-hmm. the confidence coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
3: because he walks on that ship at the end. Yeah, as Guardians of the Galaxy, and he's like, he's like
2: when chip, he had yes. like the when he first
3: met him, like a yeah. bug on the windshield. Mm-hmm. He's still ready to take over and give yes. Quill the business because he's got that big Stormbreaker energy.
4: Exactly.
0: Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, that's great. I love it. I love it so much.
2: Uh, should we talk about Black Widow? Oh, yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. I think the first time I watched it I've
2: and I've kind of stuck to this is that I understand that it sucks that the only original member who's female dies, but in terms of talking about Kind of completing people's story arcs. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, she's she had that red in her ledger that she was never going to feel was cleaned out, other than this sacrifice she can make for her friend in the moment mm-hmm. and for the world. But for her friend in the moment, so that he can still have his family. Um, I I thought that was nice, but I understand how people might be like, oh, they they killed her off. It's just. For whatever reason, even without the knowledge of the Black Widow movie, I was just like, yeah, I, c- I could just see her being like, this is, this is me helping my ledger mm-hmm. and, and and doing the right thing. But I don't know. How did you feel about it, Patoa?
1: Many indignities. Uh, yes, definitely. Let that movie thinking, am I feeling bad for
3: ScarJo? <laughs> like... <laughs> That's ridiculous, but definitely yes. She's the only one that, um, was killed at the originals. So kind of, although we know from Loki that doesn't necessarily cut off your future coins, but we know she doesn't necessarily have a great relationship with them now. Do the whole lawsuit, so whatever. Uh, but a lot of what they did in Black Widow, regardless of how you feel about the movie, and again unlucky indignity for her and that she didn't get the whole rollout and the Mm -hmm. yada 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 due to you know the world being broken Mm uh and covered in plague the the moment when they're talking uh after they've come back and they're like did you know did she have any family we're her family and now we know that she also had another found family Mm -hmm. that you know we assume all blipped it it makes it even more poignant and the whole vest and everything like that little mini retcon moment that Mm -hmm. those bits of backstory that they give some black widow not only does this movie reward the person who's watched everything up to this point this movie rewards people who kept watching after right and that's why on rewatch it continues to be different better so mm-hmm, yeah. you'll never have that moment again of like seeing Thor do it for the first time, seeing the cap do, uh, do what he does for mm-hmm. the first time. But you do get to when you're watching the next movie, the next show, the next movie, the next show, have this moment of, Oh, right, yeah, because in Endgame
4: mm-hmm. they talked
3: about the they didn't know that she had family. And then right. in Hawkeye, when he meets Yelena, like he realizes, she, like, nobody knows what happened on Vormir besides him. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. So I will say I love that she was the one that was holding it down and become sort of the administrator type. would mm-hmm. mm-hmm. become almost all of her absent dads in that way. And because mm-hmm. sort of throw Nick Fury in there as well. Yeah. And she also was the most empathetic and willing to forgive with Clint. Like oh, yeah. had faith in him to the end. Had the most optimism, was just like, look at us, we're going to space. That's awesome. Because some but, of that, like at points, you know, we've talked about how Ant Man was the only one who was super hyped because he hadn't gone through all the trauma, but she was still able to find those moments of joy and excitement in what they were trying to accomplish. But that so, was so
2: sad on the rewatch because yeah. I think she says, "I'll, see you, in a I'll minute. see you when we get back," and then it's like, no, she says, you, it you, "In a you, minute." you are like, no, you won't. Lose. And that's that's the oh, last girl. thing she says to the team. And yeah. It's like, yeah she's got her family back and she's happy that they're on a, like they're on a yeah she's like to, shimmying like...
3: she's doing like the shack shoulders almost mm-hmm. when she says it it's she's happy a, like,
2: about it i like i again i feel like it's such a great performance because it is carrying all those things mm-hmm. of what she wants out of this situation and what what she's gotten already by having at least mm-hmm. this group back with her um And obviously, the optimism of, and then we get all the stones back and we can Mm -hmm. save the world. And you're just like, that is somehow like her happiness there is sadder than some other like scenes where some people are crying. I'm just like, yeah. When
3: I first saw it, I was like, oh, so the man who has a family gets to live and she has to die because she's just a useless woman who's had her baby making parts ripped out by (laughs) her evil trainers. So she's just a husk, she adds no value. Uh, but
2: thanks, Is
3: there still some of that? Maybe subconsciously, even for the Russos, not mad at them, they can't help it. The patriarchy raised us all, sure. However, or was it McPhilly? And... Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, really, know, yeah. But... It, it takes a village to decide of all the original Avengers to just screw the woman, but whatever, it's fine, it's fine because ultimately she chose. To sacrifice herself versus what happened to Gamora. So it right. definitely it's still crappy, but at least it puts her in an active fridge role as opposed to a passive fridge role.
2: I I mm. definitely and Yeah. She lost herself in that fridge. She wanted yeah. This was something yeah. she wanted to. And I, I keep going leaning on Yeah, I mean, there's no way around it. You're you're fridging a female character, but like it's yeah. very and very presently to help propel the male character but like it is she like, had
3: some agency her fridge her choice and mm-hmm. all, yeah
2: her fridge her choice and that it is something that like tony who also dies she's she had this thing she just couldn't reconcile and this was her she couldn't see any other way than like this is how i clear my ledger This and mm-hmm. I guess that's the agency part of it, but I keep trying to lean on that to not feel so... Uh, yeah, they they took her out. <laughs>
1: they mm-hmm.
0: took out the female character.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I like the idea that like, like in this movie, on this rewatch, one of the things I noticed on a lot of these characters is, is when we bring up what Nat gets lost in, which is her work emulating her parents and all that kind of stuff. Like uh, apples never fall f- too far from the tree is what they say, right? How each one of them all had their toxic responses and they're all like, here's how they can be used in a group work situation. And I'm like, do I like that message or not? <laughs> but either way, it's, it, it, it's still a great movie. I'm just, it's one of the weird things. That I'm like, caught myself thinking like, okay, so this is how Tony's narcissism is beneficial. This is how uh, Steve's self-sacrificial, um, you know, endearing whatever um, is is beneficial. It, it, it it's a weird, weird thing. And here's how Nat's constant drive for work um, is beneficial to the team. That someone can be so, you know, working themselves literally into the ground.
3: Yeah yeah they all uh, although under sacrifices steve's beard is the one i regret the most
0: <laughs> as i do
3: remember when i first watched it me and several other people in, in the cinema just made it, a cacophony of whimpers basically because oh, that beard that beard was the real star of infinity war Yeah. so <laughs> it
0: was all to sell, <laughs> all to sell what is it mach 5 or mach 3 what is it? Um, what one of those? It regions? may have been I mock fives,
3: although know. mock threes are still one of the top sellings. I I worked uh, in digital agencies in the past, and also interviewed with an ad agency that uh, worked for Gillette, and they talked about how people just will not give up their stranglehold on the mock three. Probably. Like mm-hmm. they try to every other mock after the mock three it has not hit the same way. It's a great. I use it that nope. like lady venus nonsense it's too slippery the handle's weird i use a mach 3 <laughs> there you go. well uh, i was gonna say pre-pandemic when i used to shave my legs now it's just it's the 1970s from the neck down sorry listener anyway no point apologies.
0: is no apologies needed steve's Body positivity beard,
3: steve's beard was i i it's chris heavens it's an okay face but that, that beard oh what a level up yeah
0: um a lot up. of people did like that for sure. Yes,
3: there's,
2: he cleaned
0: there's no up, no doubt about it. They, <laughs> they they liked the beard. I mm-hmm. they liked the I grungy like grungy look. They they really do. This is how we understand the Pete Townsend thing. <laughs> we get it. Uh, they, yeah, but they definitely... but before
3: we get sure. more on the Steve's beard, I just have to say, they distracted me from seeing him shaving off his beard with some of the great work that Alan Silvestri does throughout this movie. Oh, yeah. So I we can't forget to talk about the soundtrack. If you already have that mm. planned, I can hit a posture now. But no, no, uh, that first about it. song uh, or the first score piece, Arrival, hits mm-hmm. right as he's shaving. And from that moment, Silvestri doesn't let up. Mm-hmm. No, it's like I'm... the renaissance of score. I listen to this soundtrack all the time. Portals makes me Port- weak. Yeah. I don't need to is... be watching it. I can hear it and I start crying. So Silvestri was in beautiful. his bag. I mean everybody loves Ludwig. He's like the new darling. But
1: But
3: Lovestri was holding it down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: I'm I'm so glad you brought up the score. I don't feel like we talk about it a lot on the show, but I we don't. It is something part of what works for this movie and the fact Mm -hmm. that like as you said, I can just listen to portals in like just every day. I don't even have to be like, oh, I'm gonna put on the whole Score. It'll be like I'm going right to portals, and I'll feel that emotion. Mm-hmm. It's so well done.
0: Yeah. So I use the Avengers theme to psych myself up to run. Yeah. Because I got it now. I. I mean, there's no reality where I'm like I'm gonna psych myself up with the Imperial March the same That's way that this does. Because this is it's just a good pump up thing. It hits so good, and you're like, yeah. I feel like I'm holding a shield right now, (laughs) running (laughs) into battle.
3: It's good. Imperial March and the Kill Bill, like murder sirens. Yeah. (laughs) Those are like my alarm, like to get me out of bed. I Mm. used to like the Wonder Woman, like that (laughs) used to be my like walking uh, to the office on a day when I knew it was going to be like bad toxic energy. Mm. It was like one specific Mm. job that I worked at right before the whole Snyderverse fell apart and the Wonder Woman theme that we got a little bit of and we thought it was all going to be amazing like yeah. that was my jam for that but this whole song. score soundtrack like end to end any day of the week for mm-hmm. any mood am i sad am i happy do i just want to have good things in my ears mm-hmm. this one it's an all-timer and yep. it and it weaves in in a graceful way. It's not like when you're watching something and you get like that very obvious. Yeah. Like, here's and I'm not mad at it here. when they do it. I'm looking at you. Multiverse of madness. <laughs> when the yellow chair comes in and we right. get that music. It's not like that. It's not. There's no discordant note. It's every callback note. Every bit of like an old theme or an old moment when it comes in.
1: It hits you just perfectly. Yeah. yeah
2: such a such a good score uh this does tie into the score and steve because i can't remember what it's called but like whatever song plays when steve catches the uh spear in infinity war i know it's the avengers theme but like there's some they do a little extra on that sense. Mm-hmm. Like it's for whatever reason like steve has these great score moments like arrival portals and that i can't remember something like help wanted or something like Like, just these movies really put me in a place that i didn't think i would be where i really liked steve rogers i Mm -hmm. in the comics i i didn't read a lot with him unless it was an avenger story he happened to be in the thing but i was just kind of like not into it but uh yeah the the mcu steve rogers really worked on me from and I know that's still part of what he is in the comics, but just for some reason, Chris Evans saying like, "Oh, it's not about like where you're from. I just don't like bullies." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm completely on board with this guy." Yeah, till, yeah. like till the very end, I'm just not, I'm on board with this guy
3: yeah. till the end of the line.
1: Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Till the I yeah. should have said till the, end of the line. That's great. That's great stuff.
0: Um, yeah, Steve, what a guy. He's great. His musical story does, does amp me up way more because I'm like. Every single time, I'm like, "Oh, here's the scene. He's gonna catch it. He's gonna catch Millenear. Yes." But your that 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 spear thing too. I get what you mean. I tried to yeah. find that moment, but it's I can't use that for running because the build up's too slow. So it's mm-hmm. got to be the Avengers intro theme. But yeah,
3: just don't come at your boy with projectiles. He knows how to handle them. Yeah, no, that's right.
0: Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Um, he learned how to catch vibranium frisbees. Before a magnet was developed for it, so I mean, yeah, respect it. Respect his. Uh, respect the game. You, you. I mean, we know
2: that you missed the beard, but did you have any uh, thoughts of Steve post-shave in this movie?
3: The counselor moment again. Great callback to Sam. It's like he's trying to do things that a lot of the disappeared blipped whatever they call them would have done he's trying to fill in the gaps and i love that for him Mm -hmm. but you see once again he's not doing anything for himself so as Mm -hmm. much as we all question the, what about the timeline of his decision at the end the fact that he just continues to be selfless steve all throughout it makes us want that for him even more Mm-hmm. Uh, my mm-hmm. favorite moment is him watching margaret through the blinds peggy yeah. oh, and yeah. just and also when they're on the ship when he looks at his little pocket yeah. watch compass thing and he's still got the picture in there that we see in the film in uh, first avenger that you know, when he's going in the ice that this is his north star this picture of her right that that's
2: that's what's gonna close his loop is under
3: I, characters that maybe don't develop they are who they are all the way through mm-hmm. and if anything the only i would say the major change in him is that he learns to question authority but other than that he's the same guy
4: <laughs> And from I think
3: before the serum mm-hmm. i love that for him and he's like our steady state he's our control case he's yeah. He's our placebo like he's sort of we watch other characters sort of become better or worse around him Mm -hmm. but Steve's gonna Steve
2: and Mm -hmm. I I think that's what they set up in the first movie is you give him the serum is he gonna is he gonna turn into a red skull like yeah he's not gonna be as evil but is he gonna lose that humanity the way red skull did and so yeah he's kind of the inverse in terms of instead of becoming less something it's just can he keep can he hold on to this thing now that he's basically god like can he hold on to what makes him a good person uh, now that mm-hmm. he's got the powers to not have to care about being a good person
3: i did wonder if during the blip time him and Nat just smashed occasionally just like a comfort bailing.
2: Mm. I, I feel like they must have at least that, one. that happened also i during, doubt like, it. the winter soldier
0: stuff like i feel like
3: i that... mean we learned in she hulk that captain america
0: yeah so he gets down but he i mean fuck. i mean the way they were sitting Across from each other with the sandwich kind of thing. I mean, that does not that does not have any sexual tension there whatsoever. It is, and maybe that is true. Maybe they banged once, well, and we're like, this isn't going to work. Just, for maybe it was like a comfort point. thing. Yeah,
3: like the way he rolled in in the evening, just in his t-shirt, sort of like, yeah. am I staying over tonight? I just, I wondered. You know, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't. It <laughs> wasn't text. There wasn't sub. I was just like, they're two attractive people. They've had you know, you know, flirt under. Camouflage moments before that—that that was, that was a good one to Hulk and yeah.
2: Ultron when when he was like, "Wait, what do you mean? You know what she's like?" Like, yeah, I it was kind of just like, "Yeah, yeah. don't worry about it." You I mean, I, I just wondered it. if during the blip, because we
3: definitely there's some sort of weird moment, a couple of weird moments with her and Bruce.
2: Yes, yeah,
3: that, that I don't think they made up
0: and gave up, give up on No, they they just yeah. gave up on that storyline
3: yeah i mean it's five years you're telling me yeah and who else could really i'm just saying i'm just saying saying.
2: maybe they were considered
0: but i don't think maybe they were comfort buddies
3: i don't even feel like it was like a where our situation is more just like
0: it's a necessity situation it's like hey pandemic situation again yeah roommates do we want to try this and just see if it can be transactional Plus, Whatever. he could
3: handle how rough she would be. There you go. Yeah, and vice Mental- versa. So, but I'm more. I'm more like, who could handle her? It's like really, Holger Steve are probably the only yeah. people can handle her. Like really, wanting to give her all.
0: I'm just thinking of a world now where they did, and she's really into it, and of course is very vocal, and he just has language in the middle. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>
3: Perhaps a light spanking. Anyway, yeah. no. And then is, that's why there's
0: no more tension between them. And then <laughs> her seeing Hulk is like, oh my god, yes, this is what actual attraction feels like. This is yeah. great for even yeah. just that one split second.
3: Well, well, off to some sort of archive to look for fan fiction of that later on. Yeah. Like It didn't occur <laughs> to me until, again, the rewatches I did to prepare for this, but mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, there's a little something there. I gotta wonder. Because it seemed like of everyone, they had managed to come up with a functional working
0: relationship where yes, there
3: was still a bit of like tension and weird energy as everyone mm-hmm. was dealing with their own stuff.
2: No, they we'll definitely all...
0: seemed very comfortable together. Yes. And we'll also add to that statement of yours the many years that they spent running from the government prior to Infinity War. Exactly. Stuck together with Sam, mm-hmm. three of them just on the run. There's, there's, there's been some. Th- there's a long period of time with them yeah. two together in close proximity. Could 100%. happen. <laughs> um, do we
2: want? I guess we should talk about the Hulk now. We, we've. I feel like we've mm. danced around it. Um, I do. Yes. I mean, I it, personally am a big believer in this. Was the only storyline that made sense based on what they set up. Correct from. I mean, I could argue the the Edward Norton movie, but I still think that most of Mark Ruffalo's stuff has been like leading to, yeah, stop fighting this and find a way to coexist with this thing. Mm-hmm. Not let's see how much angrier he can get and more strong mm-hmm. he can get.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, like- how do you feel about it?
3: I I think the the best part of the choice that they made of going sort of Professor Hulk was when you get to the conversation about who's going to wear the gauntlet Mm -hmm. because normally if he'd still been separate that would have been Banner making that choice to sacrifice (laughs) Hulk's body
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm.
3: but instead it was the integrated version making that choice together
2: Mm -hmm. yeah it's not a split decision it's like no this is the same body same person
3: Yeah, it's not him throwing himself out Mm of a pleasure cruiser to hit the rainbow road yes. and mm-hmm. fight a magic dog mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point that I never thought of before letting the big guy spit out the bullet think, when he's yeah. got yeah. you know having a moment because sometimes you don't always get what you want but this was them together deciding we're mm. going to do this
0: yeah. that does and hit it differently I think it hits that's very
2: differently a well. very key element to it and I think in addition to what was already there, which is he was the only one strong enough to get it done. So like, you can't really say they nerfed the Hulk, like you literally Mm -hmm. was to get it done and
3: survive. Yeah. And also Mm -hmm. you needed somebody intelligent to do it. And I get why they didn't let Thor do it. It's not because he wasn't maybe physically strong enough to survive it. it (laughs) They didn't trust him. I feel like they didn't trust him to not try to go back and go for the head, which would then possibly, Erase change. Morgan and other things that happened in the intervening five years. Mm-hmm. I feel like that whole, when he's wanting to just let me do something right, that wasn't about physical strength. It was about no. mentally, Tony and Bruce were probably the two best equipped
1: to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Although they did, I, I have heard some people say that the reason it takes Hulk so long, or it, it, Bruce because he's trying Hulk. to get Nat back. He's trying yeah. to get Nat back. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. that's part of the issue. But
0: I mean, ultimately, he doesn't. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I like about Hulk here is when we're looking at the definitions of strength here and who's the strongest Avenger and all that kind of stuff when Thor still hasn't worked out and all that kind of stuff compared to Hulk. and all, It's, it's not a question about strength in the traditional. I can bench press this. It's now from a psychological assessment, it's a matter of strength of the Hulk being able to work through that emotional journey to be able to step up. Right. Because yeah. as a young Hulk in Sakaar would have been like, no, I'm not doing that. You saw a bratty. What he was just like, no, I'm not doing that. So it never would have gotten here without that, that mental strength and emotional work to get there for himself. Right. And for, for Thor, the idea of, and the, it's validated to him through Mjolnir, but the idea of like him in the beginning of um, the movie getting what he wants, which is Thanos's head to prove that he can take down Thanos, but what he needs is to actually validate himself and not st- not prove himself continuously to himself, right? And he reaches that by the end of the movie, and he's like – and I love that point where you get his acceptance – and the, the completion of the arc of like, yeah, okay, you're, we finally believe you're actually going to go your own way now, as opposed to some form of duty mm-hmm. related to the throne of your own monarchy or whatever. He finally actually gives up the whole thing and not within his own family, not back to dad. This time it's like, no, legitimately to someone that's been doing the job already. And I recognize that here's the rightful promotion you need. I love that art for him. It's yeah, great yeah, that like, the idea of strength here is very very differently defined and I love that um, within the story.
2: Yeah, I think the Hulk stuff is I, I get that maybe it comes on joke heavy at first, but I think mm-hmm. where it lands is where it needs to and makes sense overall the, and there's the beauty in it in terms of what you're talking about and of the emotional mm-hmm. strength and mental strength that it takes to come to that decision. Mm-hmm. Uh and save and bring everyone back.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you want to know one of the things that the Easter eggies you were talking about that pays off later and not to bring up quantum mania in a negative light within this space, but the idea of That scene in the diner with the Hulk and Ant Man being like, "You want my thing?" You could see that insecurity now grow into, "Yeah, I got to write a book to tell my version of this." And the podcast, I that actually. (laughs) And I'm like, "This is hilarious." I, I I love the, the, you know, that was another thing I noticed in this. I'm like, "Yeah, of course." That level of insecurity in that point in time would allow you to do that when you know you could. Fame, everyone would famously know. Like, there's a guy that grew up to like 30 feet in the middle of the Bay Harbor, Like, like. that's crazy. What's yeah. his name? Don't know. <laughs> what does he look like? Don't know. I 100%
2: thought about that. The <laughs> Dynasty movie, I'm like, oh, yeah, like he's, he's like, he said, take the goddamn phone. Like, he's pissed at these kids <laughs> he's for not wanting a picture. And I can see him being like, alright, I saved the world. It Was this enough for people to remember my name and mm-hmm. to like want to take pictures of me? And I do think that's a big part of Quantum Mania. As, as you mm-hmm. know, like, I thought it was better than a lot of other people gave it credit for, but like, mm-hmm. I think because it was showing how petty and small this guy is, mm-hmm. and that he and he, uh, he helped get the train on the tracks. But uh, yeah, he still has that thing of like. But the recognition part
0: too. He please. wants the spotlight. He wants the spotlight. He wants to be recognized. He wants his time in the 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 sun. Right, and it's funny because within that own that scene, you got Captain America. Black Widow sitting at the exact same table, you kind of
2: forget that they're there and not worrying about whether people want to take a picture. It's just, it really is like this joke of like, like, hey, what about me? Yeah,
0: they're so secure about themselves, they're so whatever, and they're like, yeah, what they They just want a picture, what's the big deal? Rightfully so, and it's like, yeah, of out of everyone here, I would want a photo with the big green giant guy that's eating a hilarious amount of eggs at this yeah. diner. Like, yeah. that is a good photo. <laughs> and he's 100%. just so petty and small that he's got to make a podcast and write a book.
3: A real case in the Napoleons.
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of study of how, I'm going to say that male insecurity gets expressed <laughs> throughout the lifetime. It's, it's a really fascinating thing. I'm just like, oh, that comes from this. That comes from this. It's hilarious once you look at the, the psychology behind it all.
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Fine. Yeah. You you said about this this movie like the stuff that comes after it is still kind of tying into this movie in uh, interesting ways that make it great to revisit. Uh, yeah, it just keeps
3: getting better. I don't know how they did it. I there's some weeks when uh my podcasting partner on back issue blah blah, blah he picks something and I'm like, "Are you a witch?" cuz like even recently <laughs> we did we did Death of Superman maybe six weeks before they announced that cavill was going to get ousted and it just happened to Mm -hmm. go out that week like andrew (laughs) does stuff like that all the time i've stopped questioning it but this feels like disney really disney marvel feige the whole situation like the prognostication levels Mm -hmm. is just that it hits this way now after The pananagon after Mm -hmm. everything else, after all the content they create, after for good or for ill, however you feel about all of phase four, I still contend is basically just a study on grief. Yeah. And how different people process it from Mm -hmm. beginning to end. It's a perfect bookend of different ways to process loss.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. 100%.
3: And it starts off with the what is grief, but, you know, love persevering, and then ends with Mm -hmm. Shuri crying on the beach and, (sighs) anyway i'll have to say and then after going through phase four and then coming back to this film Mm -hmm. it is it gives you hope again Mm -hmm. to head into the next phase
2: that they'll they'll reach this height again because they've got some building blocks in place Uh, yeah yeah, absolutely let them them cook for a bit
0: Yeah. yeah i i don't understand the criticism towards phase four when i'm like it took 10 years to cook up phase one two and like like this is a 10 year payoff. Why are we, why is the bar that high for you right now? Like, this is ridiculous. Why are we expecting this out of, um, black widow? Why are we expecting this out of like, there's a lot of movies there that are problematic, not great. And, but the thing is, I think when people criticize phase four about like, it was directionless. I'm like, I don't think you understand trauma well enough to say that because it is all, it's entirely about grief. And to think about it, you're like, okay, wait, hold up. So you're talking to me about we're not looking at how interesting the storytelling potential is of a situation where half the universe disappeared and then reappeared after five years. And now we're all going to have to start talking about it. And like, and just, we're supposed to just assume everything gets along and is all good. Like when Captain America, I mean, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, looked into the housing aspect of it not terribly well but they did i'm like this is legitimately good stuff so i'm like everyone hating on phase four i'm like no you need to understand that we again like hulk need to work through our shit before we can have a phase five and six which will have good payoff i believe
3: absolutely and Um, people would have complained if they hadn't dealt with it all like how do you deal with the fact that you lost all these people, then they come back, but some people still lost people permanently. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Asterix Loki, where you think you did, but he's still right. out in these streets. Mm-hmm. If they hadn't dealt with it all, then there would have been a similar amount of, like, you can't just, you know, bell kick, like, hey, we won. Right. Like, there were yeah. losses before, after, like, again, Thor, part of the reason why he is, he didn't get a break. He had a mm-hmm. bunch of loss, big fight, more loss, and then finally got a chance to Mm -hmm. deal with it and it hit all at once when it's hitting everyone so there was really nobody to check in on him because they were probably all dealing with their stuff and by the time they thought to check in on him he was already very much man at home on Mm. Fortnite. (laughs) all of that to say even throughout the fight it's like you don't you had a few reuniting moments But Mm -hmm. everybody knew, like, okay, we got to deal with the task at hand first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the rain fire moment was actually kind of the best. Not just because Carol comes in, but also because you get to see little moments of reconnection. You get to see Mm -hmm. Rocket and Groot, like, Rocket literally throwing his body over little Groot. Like, Mm -hmm. those moments of reuniting and protection in that part of the fight. Because, again... Some of these people haven't seen each other for five years and thought they mm-hmm. were gone forever, mm-hmm. but they didn't even get like their the biggest moments, like the moments to just breathe and have a second was that standoff across mm-hmm. the field mm-hmm. as everyone's coming in, and you know, everyone sort of takes their spot, so it's like the most perfect comic book panel come to life ever.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: but there isn't a lot of you know, hug, unite cry, like how are you? what have you been doing like it's yeah. just. Like, we have to go to work.
0: We're back. Time to fight. Oh, some of us are going to die. And we got to process this. People. Phase four is troubled in its own right. But it is about grief. It is about how these characters become very, very human and very, very real. Because when we see them at the beginning, they're so incredibly human. For, like, Steve Rogers, for example. Like, doing the uh support group thing like you said mimicking um sam because he he, that's what he thinks needs to be done right it's he has the power to do so much but it's just like no he's he's doing the other thing that needs to be done it's pulling people together and uh it's it's like i said the different exploration of strength because they tried brute force the first time um and and (laughs) okay Captain Marvel points out in the beginning is like, Well, you didn't have me. I'm like, That's true. Yeah. Didn't have a lot of things either, but uh, <laughs> here we go. Um, Off to battle.
2: I feel like there's another thing we probably have to address just because mm-hmm. it's such a big topic, but it's obviously the all female gauntlet run thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I feel like I said something like, Oh, it was nice because they showed all of the women that can like have movies moving mm-hmm. forward, but I, I I don't even know where I land on it now. I've heard many compelling reasons why it's a terrible thing, but I, for whatever reason, as I said, up top, my bias is that emotionally everything made sense to me, including mm-hmm. that scene. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll start with the absolute good. A lot
3: of the personal kind of Instagram stuff, the behind the scenes of working on those days for those Actors getting to be with each other, Mm -hmm. getting to perform with each other, Mm -hmm. because for so many of them, they were like the one One in their films. Or if there was another woman, that woman was in opposition to them. Gamora Nebula, example there. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. So, from the behind the scenes, let's say absolute good, Mm -hmm. or to put in Hulk parlance, I see this as an absolute win (laughs) for these actors to get a chance to have that moment together on something of that budget. And have, like, this is your hero shot, line up, and yeah. do it this way. Love that for them. Overdue. It shouldn't feel like such a weird, mm-hmm. kind of cheap anomaly moment. It should happen all the time. But there's so often the balance is more like the end of the first adventures where there's just Nat at the table with a bunch of bros. Right. Or Gamora with a bunch of
1: bros. Or with a bunch of bros wasp with them in and whatever like so all of that I'm not gonna lie first time i saw in the theater actually
3: the first two of the four times i saw in the theater i, I loved it okay. by the third time i was like this again it felt like a more obvious version of that moment in infinity war why was she up there all this time
1: <laughs> all of that
3: Where, you know, you have Okoye and Nat and Wanda mixing it up with Carrie Coons. That was great because it was was a little more
2: subtle. Yeah, I would say that was definitely...
3: This was the opposite of that. What Mm -hmm. I actually liked more was the run-up to this moment where they used Peter as baton Mm -hmm. between a bunch of the female characters where he was getting... you know flipped and he like valkyrie uh, whatever and and he's just being his most like polite little raised by aunt Mm -hmm. may self nice to you. just oh god what an adorable young man just love Mm -hmm. him so much Mm -hmm. so that moment i actually i i would have preferred if they'd done something a bit more like that sort of Mm -hmm. have him constantly be saved by a woman throughout so Mm -hmm. not like the aunt may moment later on in his film doesn't hurt hit us and rip out our entrails. Oh, right. But it would have even more of this. He's got the uh, people from different cultures address women who help raise them, care for them, are their mother or fathers, friends in a different way. But for many cultures, you call them auntie. Mm-hmm. He's got that I was raised to call not just Aunt May, but other people auntie energy
1: mm-hmm.
3: that most caucasian people don't have Mm -hmm. so i kind of would have liked if they used him to kind of get that in there instead of having the hard stop the hello peter parker and then that moment because that was nice but again it would have probably felt like too much if like all of a sudden he's like say, by this and that whatever like i get what they were trying to do i i wasn't mad at it the first two times in the rear view now but in the middle kind of i was like this feels cheap it's like and then all of the like why didn't they have more but it's like we're we're constantly getting mad at Marvel for not doing more when they keep doing so many things better than other studios and even mm-hmm. the the whole narrative around their films and what they've done to the industry it's like tell me another studio that has had as many department heads behind the scenes mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. that look like the people who've worked on some of their films because it's not just about what's in front it's about what's behind it's about who's getting the job it's about who's getting to develop themselves and then develop other people mm -hmm. cooler and what he did with black panther is the best example there
2: and that he has so many female department heads on his Mm -hmm. films and that like yeah Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and it's a big look for them because each and through the shows they're getting more like.
3: female showrunners yeah. and i mean may she rest victoria alonso is kind of like taking a lot of the crap for yeah, whatever but even beauty. her role as part of the parliament like say what you want about what they've done to the business or the industry but all of these old heads these gatekeepers that want to like oh it can't be a netflix nominated for an oscar or whatever yeah. it's what they're doing Behind the camera, that is actually changing things more than even what they've done with yeah, these. Like that,
2: for what people can see, yeah, papers, yeah. Mm-hmm. I no, I agree. I so
3: I feel like that moment, while absolutely cheap and obvious, mm. they deserve it. Go ahead, do it. I'll give. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, they I... did the reparations on the back end. If mm-hmm. it was every movie, if every movie, if every show had all of the same showrunners. Department heads as everything else, then I'd be mad at it, but they yeah. actually put in that work on the back end yeah
2: mm-hmm. um, they, I do give them that, and I know I know other actors from Marvel have said similar things, but they constantly get shot down, but that is also like one of my favorite ms m c u movies like Civil War. I just look at it as like I've never seen in terms of a movie that has that much push as a Marvel movie where I get to see each named black character actually have a different point of view that usually Mm -hmm. it's just like they they side with the white guy or whatever but like that was that movie was Don Cheadle Anthony Mackie Mm -hmm. um even Alfred Woodard like they have a point of view and they are they don't even agree with each other like they're Mm -hmm. arguing with each other and you actually get to see that throughout their movies that like they're not doing the monolith thing overall, like maybe mm-hmm. in some pockets, but overall in terms of movies I can watch that are pushed like that, they they do something different in that way as well. It's not, I'm not like watching just an all-white cast and being like mm, very good writing. It's like, mm-hmm. it is diverse not only visually, but even in the opinions that some of the characters have. While you mm-hmm. I forgot that t- I can mention T'Challa's in that movie as well with, again, his own agenda, not trying to side with anyone really, but trying to push his own agenda going through that as well. The
0: representation thing, and I, I really love what you said about that because I I knew that was going to be a point of discussion within this this recording, right? Is what do we think or do you think specifically about that scene? And There's a lot of what you said i heavily heavily agree with it feels like it's like okay we have to make sure that this is done check off the box if this is a mode where, like i check off the box in terms of like anything in terms of it, it feels 100 percent very very forced but also at the same time like you said overdue and earned so it's a weird feeling because and it's funny that you talked about peter and all that because i'm like part of the way through and and not to write the movie for them, but I'm like, how great would it have been if the team-up scene would have been them continuing to pass Peter back and forth, like you said, and continuing that narrative, and then like all just huddling together to protect him, and then launching out to fight Thanos directly. I'm like, that could have been cool, but the idea of like, no, we, we got to... We got to have Evangeline Lilly pull the gloves and all that kind of stuff. It's just, that's where I'm like, yikes. Um, but it could have been done differently, I feel. But the fact that it got done is fantastic. And it still has that emotional pull. I'm like, yes, we're getting there. We're, it's awkward. And like you said, which other studios are pushing this kind of stuff as constantly, Um even though, from my perspective, the Asian representation—they fumbled the ball on that heavily. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with the the. Well, I mean, we'll have it, to wait for King. For we'll have to for yeah. sure, and we'll have but,
3: Kamala and Shang-Chi and everybody else.
1: Yeah, finally, I'm
0: yeah, gonna be very very curious of what they do with how they handle Shang-Chi being tied into the mix compared to what his source material usually is, which is you know. support role like I'm going to train everyone and then not actually take part of the fight and all that kind of stuff right does he get nerfed like that when we talk about those kind of things like or is he actually more up front and center like uh, this is what I'm looking for in phase four so the diversity within all those kind of things is fantastic because you're getting at the core of it the fundamental exploration of the issues and it's I don't it gets crapped on a lot. And even within this movie, they, they have the LGBTQ representation in the beginning mm-hmm. and people critique them for that, right? It's yeah. not great. And they're just like, Oh, yeah, they took the feedback. They're like, You're right, we don't have good representation. So we're gonna we have to put it in. But to be honest, we don't know how to do that. So it it's just awkward. And I'm like, Yeah, okay. we we'll hopefully we'll get there better next time. Like, you know, but it's, you're right. This, this studio does push things yeah. more than other things.
3: I'm more interested in Chunk sister. Actually. She feels like the next Nebula they
0: play. Everyone right. is, yeah. everyone yeah, is. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're like, where is the announcement of that Disney plus series? Like, yeah. You know, like what? I want
3: her to have scooped up all the black widows and recruited them to her little uh, training camp. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I heard a great little thing the other day. Is like, what if the Echo and the Shang Chi kind of thing were to like tie together in some way? I'm like, that would make a yes. whole lot of sense. That would yes. that that would, that would work out really really well, especially for what she's. I we don't know what she's trying to do there, but like, it. I think it would work out really really well if they did that. But I don't know. That's just an idea someone had. Fan fiction, yeah. not like the fan fiction we wrote earlier tonight, <laughs> but. Yeah you know and
3: kamala it, and her super supportive family yeah like, i
0: love seeing that family in the trailer
3: yeah yeah her family is feeling the emotional hole that they left when they did up me dirty yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: shouts to I'm... you marissa tomei one yeah. of the many godmothers of zoe kravitz because again her whole real life backstory is just as interesting mm-hmm. but yeah yeah it's a well, guys. Aunties, we we lost a lot of aunties, but we're yeah. getting new ones. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think I think we've come to the point of the the podcast where we we rate this film. uh Tula, did you want to go first? Sorry, it's out of ten, by the way. Or do you want me to go first?
1: I I gotta give it a ten. I gotta give yeah. it a ten. I'm,
2: I gotta I'm give it
3: awesome. a ten just because of how it aged. I gotta give it a ten for they put in that work and they stuck the landing. Yeah. For the score, for the casting, for somehow still managing to balance the time on screen for most of our mains and even the people who returned. Mm-hmm. I got to give him a 10 for letting the black people come through the gate first. Yes. Like, you have your you Bombay and you've got and Sam you get, yeah. doing that beautiful swoop it's around. Awesome. I got to give him a 10 for making me forgive Tony for all of his sins. <laughs> <laughs> I I love you 3000 and Mm -hmm. like I got to give him a 10 for like callback after callback. But for the way Peggy pressed up against his chest when they were dancing, reminding us of how she touched his glistening oiled testicles in first Avenger, she finally got to just snuggle up against those beautiful muscular teats at the end. Kiss me once and kiss me twice and kiss me once again. Like. Even the callback to "Good Morning," him and the balls.
0: I do like, I, I like that <laughs> <laughs> so much, that callback. It, um, and,
3: and every character, they carried their notes through. Like, you have the music cues for the Guardians. Mm, you have, mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. forget, Cumberbatch. Let your hand shake a little bit when you're holding yeah. back the flood.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It does it all the way through. Cheeseburgers.
2: Yes. I
0: was so happy when they put Your dad liked cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. even bringing the kid back from iron man 3 which i I I did not recognize (laughs) and
3: finishing with nick fury the best project manager ever the best to ever do it um he had an idea yeah
2: this was he we just we just revisited captain marvel he had this we don't get the
3: moment of carol finding out what he named them
2: no but we know I mean, that's I'm why assuming, she puts up with their bullshit at the beginning I'm of the movie. She heard they're the Avengers, but I'm she sure knows their name. Nice. Yeah, it would be uh-huh. nice if we saw her be like, eh, "Thanks." Fairy. But we know that's
3: why she's putting up with their masks and yeah. why she even bothers to show up at the end because she knows mm-hmm. they're literally her babies with Daddy. Oh, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. As as you said, um, this movie it landed the plane. I I don't think the Yes, Infinity War is this great movie, but like they didn't fumble uh, like with this movie. Like, they, they landed the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really only cared going into it about how they're going to bring people back. And as we said, like it's got a piece of music that, I, that reminds me of it every day. Portals, it, it is a beautiful moment every time. I love it. Every mm-hmm. time. They stuck that landing. They overall stuck the landing with a bunch of different storylines. So yeah, I'm also giving it a 10. Nice, nice.
0: I feel like I'm a bummer now. No, I'm giving your feelings are
2: valid. Yeah, Yeah, no, no,
0: I. But I'm, I'm, I'm like, I mean, wouldn't it be nice if it was like a tens across the board? But I'm at a nine point five because I, I, you know, there's, there's certain things for me that I'm like, this time around, I'm like, yeah, that does, that does hit weird, that does make me feel a different way, and I'm like would love for there to be a little bit more representation all around and all that kind of stuff, but we get there in phase four. So I'm like, cool, let's see where we go is my attitude about it. But you know, it's, it's, it's still really good stuff. It's amazing. Like you said, it's stuck the landing, all the paybacks, all the Easter eggs. And you know what I think is going to be fun. A fun game. Now going forward is how many Easter eggs in the future movies are just going to be self-referential. Like the uh, Paul Rudd, thing or the the Ant-Man thing with the um his podcast and all that kind of stuff, right? So it, it's it's uh, I'm looking forward to what they continue to be able to hook us on to be able to bring us back to be like, oh yeah, this is how they're gonna reward us with our extensive watch throughs and you know all this kind of stuff. It's it's great. I'm like it's what great. am I
3: gonna do? Cancel my Disney Plus at this point? No, <laughs> like they got I me. Yeah
2: I you
0: can't gotta, you yeah. Gotta stick it there. You
3: yeah. Gotta, just keep giving me you don't even have to give me good stuff, you can give me mid stuff and I'll show up. But if you give me even one more that's
1: half as good as this,
2: mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Petula, thank you very much for joining us. Mm-hmm. Um your all your stuff will be in the show notes. But if you want to let people know your social media, what, what you've got going on, please please go ahead. Uh,
3: you can find my old stuff at com. You can find me on Twitter Hive Spout instagram whatever wherever we're all fleeing to from the hellscape Mm -hmm. at obesa kondawit o-b-e-s-a-c-a-n-t-a-v-a-t and at home in my cave
2: excellent um and yeah as everyone knows thank you very much very much for listening we're part of the that shell podcast network with other great shows like bad game movies black hole films uh contra zoom pod there's a simpsons podcast that i will definitely not keep making a joke about not knowing the name of uh <laughs> springfield google plugs and uh yeah we're on all the podcast platforms so please rate review subscribe share with your friends follow our twitter and instagram is at tds spoiled our email is td or sorry spoiled podcast at gmail.com so please get in touch with us and yes uh thank you very much for being with us Petula. we'll we will be back next week but mm-hmm. uh, thank you very much this was great having you on. Absolutely. Cheers. Bye bye.
3: I loved it.
1: This has been a TDF Everything Production, bra.